Here we go. <sighs> First cup. Time for the show. All right, let's move this. There we go. That's a better angle. I got coffee. And guess what? It's snowing. Big surprise, right? All right. Here we go with another episode of this show in three, two. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Wednesday. It's March 3rd, 2021. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. Well, let's see. Last episode of Whistlekick Live last night. It went well. I think technically it was the best episode we'd done. Uh, once I stopped yawning, it got better. I talk and I talk and I talk and I talk and then I don't breathe. And my body says, hey, you gotta breathe. And it makes me yawn to breathe. Which if I was ever to do any professional media, I would have to work on that. Stacy says, oops, just started watching yesterday's again. <laughs> it, I, it was probably a good show, but I don't know if it's better than watching the new show. You're a fan of How I Met Your Mother. New is always better. That's certainly not, but uh, might as well watch the new show. It's snowing. It's not going to be nearly as cold as it was yesterday. Carpenter's not going to be here for a couple more weeks, for another week. We got through a bunch of other stuff, little stuff. It's great. Like that door opens properly and uh, there's a cabinet door in the kitchen that works better now and a shelf that was sagging that he propped up and a spot where mice were, were moving has now, now has a, a barrier. And uh, I'll show you, the, I'll show you the, the shelves. They've got some trim on them now that I don't know if they were there. When I showed you before. Obviously, there's some work that's got to be done, some paint, but that's what we got going on there. And then the next step after that is the training space. Cleaning that up a little bit, putting up some some wood because right now it's just spray foam, and covering that. Make sure it uh, looks decent. Record some more video. It is okay, Stacy. No, no worries. Stacy says yesterday was such a cluster that I completely missed the live. I deeply apologize. You don't have to apologize. There were only two people that had to be at live. It was Gabe and I, and we were there, and that's why it's recorded. It's available on Facebook. And last month I forgot to do it uh, the day after, but if I remember, if I actually put it down on my list. Excuse me. It'll be on YouTube for tonight. You can check it out. It was fun. We did a lot of recap and uh, we did some trivia. It was fun. It was fun. I, I want to shout out Gabe for all the hard work he's done over the last year and a half with the show. And I thought we went out on a high note. And it was, this has been 2020, 2021 have been very transitional. A lot of things ending show ending, a bunch of stuff in my personal life ending, other things starting. Uh, 
helps me realize what and who is important. Unfortunately, a lot of people build themselves as important in your life and they're not. They want you to treat them like they're important. But they're not going to give you the same attention. And if they don't, don't give them yours. I'm not saying it's always 50-50, but it should be close. It should average out to being pretty close. Otherwise, it's not healthy. What's going on? What, what happened yesterday? So we did live, uh, recorded an episode with another per, with a, a guest, Mark Schwartz Radio guest. Oh, well. It went well. I'm getting better at this. Just kind of, they come on, and I just, I just start. I just start talking. Because one of the things I've noticed, and if you've been a long-time listener and, and you think about this, you, you probably pick up on this. When I have episodes where they come on and then I give them kind of like the formal thing about what's going to happen, they get nervous. Like, it changes the tone. It changes the tone from two people talking to, okay, now there's this official thing happening. And it takes a while for me to get them warmed up. So I'm trying to do less of that. Now, there are people who come on and they, they start asking questions or they're unsure, and I need, I need to give them some comfort. And, you know, we're constantly playing with ideas on the back end on how to make them more comfortable, how to, to help them hit the ground running. And we'll get there. We'll get better. We keep getting better. Well, yesterday's episode, we didn't have to do that. And it was better because of it. I had a great conversation with somebody who is a participant of a martial arts style that we don't have on the show often. We've had a few. And so we talked about some discrepancies. Although we we did use that word. I used that word. Uh, Some of the differences between what they do and what the majority of listeners are going to do. And it was a great conversation. And this is somebody local, and we've got people in common, and it was a lot of fun. Local, but we've never met. Local-ish. New England. What else happened? Um... I did not leave the house. I watered the plants. I ate tacos for dinner. I had the wood stove going all day. It was toasty in here, it was nice. Yeah. I I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else there is. What else is there? Is there more? Is there more to say? I've got a big four-foot light over there that I've got to test for my upcoming mass grow seed grow operation for you know project grow lots of food this summer. It's going to keep me busy. <laughs> uh, Gabe says, soft or crispy shell tacos? Soft tacos. I have, have tried to look for places that have uh, vegetable oils in them and pull them out because my body really doesn't react well to them. 
the sad thing is, and, and it's not like I'm militant about this. Like I have tortilla chips in there. They're fried in you know, relatively crummy oil. Even though they're, they're like good organic chips, it's still crummy oil. Those oils, by the time... Here's the thing. We'll start here. If you buy any oil, any mass-produced oil, I, it, I don't... Other than coconut oil and MCT oil. If you buy grapeseed oil or olive oil, it's been messed with. It's been shelf-stabilized. So you don't notice that it's gone rancid. It's actually rancid by the time it gets to you. It doesn't last that long. It's a food. It's an un... Um, it is an unrefrigerated food. You can't just leave olives in a bottle. You've got to can them, right? Can't do that with grapes. There's something going on there, right? And so those oils are what they use when they fry stuff. So while I do like a, cr a crispy taco, I do, I tend to get, um, the grocery store has relatively decent, very inexpensive, uh, the street taco size. Like what are those four inch taco? orange corn tortillas. They're cheap. They're like four bucks for 50. So that's primarily what I do. And sometimes I'll even make my own chips. And you can't make them, make a bunch of them and have them last. But what you can do is just cut them up, throw them on a baking sheet, throw them in the oven at 350 for like, I think it's 10 minutes, 12 minutes. And then you've got chips. Basically you have dried tortilla. They're not fried, but if you're making nachos immediately after, using them to, to scoop dip, it works. It does work. What else did I put on them? Not much. It was just cheese and fish and taco and seasoning and hot sauce. I planned out all my food on Saturday. So, just eating what the menu tells me. It took me like an hour to plan out my week's food. But I'm doing better with it. I, I, I have this tendency, I think most of us have this tendency, that when we're hungry, we just eat. We eat what's in front of us. And I am horrible with that. Especially since I don't... I wait until I'm hungry to start cooking, which isn't necessarily a, a great thing when you're trying to be good about what you're eating. But since I have these plans and I've got, you know, a variety of things that will get me food relatively fast, I'm doing better. Uh, today I'm going to Taekwondo this evening. And I'm going to I'm gonna have, make a sandwich for the drive home with bread that I made. Yay, homemade bread. It's pretty tasty. so good so for a while I was lazy and I was putting the salt those of you who've been watching for a while know I put a little bit of salt in my coffee in here and it didn't filter through in the same way so now I just put it directly in the mug and then pour the water anything else going on today quiet stuff money stuff I'm so overwhelmed I really am
There's so much going on. And I'm, yeah, not in the best emotional place. But I'm trying to make sure that I get better. Yesterday was a little bit of a relapse. But today will be better. I'll make it better. If it's not, I won't go to Taekwondo. So, uh, I enjoy going. But I need to be at 100% emotionally because I stand at the head of the line. I can't be in a bad mood when I'm there. It's to, it, it doesn't feel appropriate. A weird noise. Oh, I think that. Oh, I know what that is. That is the water pump. I'm gonna have to put more water in the hydroponic tank. I shouldn't hear that. Okay. I always forget to do that when I water the plants. I watered the plants yesterday. Anyway, that's enough weird stuff that we don't need to talk about. Let's see what you all gave me to talk about. I know I saw Frank. Come through with some stuff yesterday. Uh, Frank said, with regard to the quotes, I only give you my best work, Jeremy. I know that, Frank, and I greatly appreciate that, my friend. All right, today we've got four quotes from a very well-known figure. But here's the thing. I don't know if, if she's going to be as well-known as we move forward in time. I don't know if, if she's taught in school. I hope so. It's such a wonderful story. Mother Teresa. I don't know a lot of details about her, but just the, the general idea that a group of people that was, was shunned she embraced. It's, uh, it's pretty powerful. We can cure physical diseases with medicine, but the only cure for loneliness, despair, and hopelessness is love. There are many in the world who are dying for a piece of bread, but there are many more dying for a little love. And then, then uh, the second quote, this is going to, I was expecting as soon as I saw Mother Teresa, her most famous quote is up next. I haven't said it lately, so I'll say it again. Try to offer the compassion to the people around you that you would if you knew that they were contemplating taking their own lives. That level of compassion doesn't mean excuses doesn't mean you let them off the hook with things. doesn't mean that you are dismissive of things they do wrong. It just means understanding. It means heart. Kindness. Because a surprising number of people are in that space. I am not one of them. But statistically, there are plenty of people around you day to day who are. Don't be one of the people who contribute to that act. 
try to be one of the people who keep them from taking that action. Small things go a long way. We underestimate the impact of our small actions and often overestimate the impact of our big actions. Here's the one, if you know any, Stacy says, I've been one of them and you've been one of the people I reached out to in order to interrupt those thoughts. Well, I'm glad you felt comfortable doing that. And um, anyone is welcome to reach out at any time. I, you know, at some point we'll reach a, we'll reach a point where I can't respond to every email. I can't respond to every text, Facebook, social media message, you know, I try to, and we're at a point now where I respond, you know, it's not always the same day. Uh, sometimes emails are even four or five days later. Because between being busy and honestly, my own stuff, there, there are days where I don't have anything left. When you, if you're in a place like that, Reach out to multiple people. Keep reaching out to people. And if you're really in need, make sure you express that. I've gotten a lot better about admitting when I'm not okay. There are days when I'm not okay. And I have found that admitting that I'm not okay makes not being okay more okay. It's hard to suffer in silence. I don't do great things. I do small things with great love. Most of us don't do great things. If we take a step back, if we consider our actions, in the grand scheme of really beyond our own lives. There's, there's very little that we do that is great. And the greatness is usually, when it does exist, uh, the compounding effect of a bunch of little things. So if all we can do are small things, but we can do them with great love, that's what keeps things moving forward. That is, for most of us, our why. It, the love is involved somewhere. Why do I do what I do with whistle kick? Because I love martial arts. And I want others to love martial arts. And I believe it is my opportunity to leave a mark on the world by making it a better place. By adv not advancing. By creating environments that get more people involved and retain them in martial arts. That is 100% my goal. That is all I'm trying to do. There are some things that we've got to do to 
help those things happen. Some of our business moves don't move that ball forward as much. But, but I gotta eat. I don't do great things. I do small things with great love. I've always loved that quote. Stacey says, you brought me power breaking for which I am forever grateful. And, and I have enjoyed watching that. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Stacy discovered power breaking at a, a competition that we sponsored, we put on in 2016. And she found something she's pretty awesome at. And it's led to her competing and meeting new people and uh, a lot of broken, a lot of broken boards. And it's been fun to watch. It's fun to watch someone find something that they, they enjoy. And to know I had a small part in it is, makes me feel good. Here's a reminder that most of us need. Be happy in the moment, that's enough. Each moment is all we need, not more. Obviously, Mother Teresa is a, a, a Christian figure, a Catholic figure. But if we look at that quote from more of a Buddhist perspective, and, and it's funny, faith is funny, because I, I, I don't know how to define myself. If I'm forced to check a box, I check Jewish, because that's how I was raised. I had a bar mitzvah. Uh, but so much of my, my life philosophy is, is probably more, more Buddhist in nature. I, I, there was a time I was in charge of a Christian youth group. Like, I, yeah. I am, not only am I martial arts style agnostic, I, I think I am, I am, I'm not faith agnostic. I'm, I'm faith. Unitarian? And it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a mush. But the idea of, of staying in that moment, being present, in, in Buddhism, they talk about the better you are remaining present, the less suffering there is, the less pain. Because pain comes from looking forward or looking back. Right now, be in the right now. Where, is my, where does my pain and suffering come from? It comes from looking forward and, and feeling stressed over things that I've got going on and whether or not they're going to work out and pain from looking backwards at things that didn't go the way I wanted them to. And most of us, most of you, can probably say the same thing. So when I'm feeling stressed and anxious, I really try to focus on what's going on right now. I've got this cup of coffee, I'm talking to you. I'm talking about philosophy, uh, something I really enjoy. Stacy responds, it's led to a lot of much more important things, feeling comfortable in my own skin being one. Now, uh, new friends, new challenges, chances to grow personally. Yeah. 
this is this is why when when people get on their soapbox about what is and is not martial arts, I get really, depending on where I'm at for the day, really upset when people will point at there, there was a um, there was a Black Belt magazine post, and for those of you who don't know, uh, Black Belt magazine has brought on some new talent. Um, looks like if you know the name Jackson Rudolph, who is a, a very high level sport martial arts competitor, uh, a very, very talented young man. He's done some, some awesome stuff, like a phenomenal martial artist. But a lot of what he does is in the creative or extreme divisions, you know, really acrobatic, gymnastic elements, etc. And he has been contributing to their social media. And there was something that went up not too long ago, and it was a post of an article he wrote about creative and extreme martial arts. I don't remember the subject matter. It doesn't really matter. But looking through the comments, there were people just pooping on it. Pooping on creative, pooping on extreme. That's not martial. Try doing that in the street. So you would rather that didn't exist and people not have the op not have that thing in martial arts to train? You'd rather they go off and not do martial arts at all? Because that's what most resonates with them? And some people would say yes. I say they're, they're, they're coming from a fearful place. It's not a thing that I'm going to do, but I'm, you know, I tried. I see there's some entertainment, there's some fun in there for me. It's challenging. Think of all the different things that you can do as a martial artist. Find the ones that resonate for you, whether it's power breaking for Stacy or traditional forms for me, or maybe you enjoy, I don't know, full contact fighting. It's all martial arts. And again, there is more that connects us, that, that we have in common than divides us. And we, as an industry, forget that. And I am hell-bent on reaching a place where I can stand from some position of authority and shout it. Because nobody's shouting it. People are saying it. But I will shout it. And I will do so until others can't be heard. There are not a lot of messages in, in the martial arts world that I want to drown out, but that is one of them. The fact that no one has the right to determine what is and is not martial arts. Because no, no, you are not the authority. I am not the authority. Thus, the only way, this is, I mean, this is the martial arts equivalent of the First Amendment. Freedom of speech, freedom of martial arts. Maybe someday I'll, I'll put together a, a constitution of martial arts. Bill of Martial Arts. There we go. That's what we'll call it. The Bill of Martial Arts. Article 1. No one gets to determine what is and is not martial arts. And our last quote for today. This is a great one. Some people come in our life as blessings. Some come in your life 
as lessons. Everybody comes into your life for a reason. And if you are willing to accept that reason, you can benefit from it. There are, I'm sure all of us have people who have left our lives. If you look closely, you're better for it. Either you learned something positive or you learned not to do something negative. Those are valuable lessons. Those are, those are things that help us move forward. My definition of martial arts has to do with personal growth. It's all lessons. Learn your lessons. Be open to them. Be open to your lessons in training, in competition, in testing, in life, in conversation. It's all lessons. It's all an opportunity to get better. Or as uh, one of my mentors is fond of saying to me, AFOG, another F opportunity for growth. I'm sure you can fill that in. All right. Great stuff today. Thank you, Frank, for really some awesome quotes. Awesome quotes. Appreciate it. Thank you to all of you for watching, or maybe you're listening later on. And if you've got stuff to to add or stuff you want me to talk about because it doesn't have to be all frank wait till the show closes leave something below or if you're listening you can email me jeremy at whistlekick.com uh, a further reminder our training programs our strength and conditioning speed and fight conditioning programs prices are going up considerably next monday march 8th if you are interested in these programs Go get them. And there's even the discount code, First Cup 15 which makes them super, super cheap. Like, cheap. Like, they are too cheap. Grab them. People that have gone through them have sent me positive feedback. Hey, this works. Are, is, is the strength and conditioning program the best strength and conditioning program? No. But it is the best at-home equipment-free strength and conditioning program you're going to find. And it even incorporates some martial arts principles. The speed program, there's nothing else like it from anybody anywhere. I've looked. I would have bought all the other programs to learn from and model this, you know, improve it. It doesn't exist. And then the fight conditioning program, there are similar things out there, but none of them incorporate science. They're all, they're all old school. They don't, they don't actually train you in the way that is going to give you the best results in the least time. Science! So check those out. Uh, watch for the Whistlekick Live episode going up tonight. And if you're new to this channel, make sure you subscribe and turn on notifications because we do this show, First Cup, every weekday morning, 6.30 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time. But of course, it's also available in your podcast feed with a little bit of a delay. Thank you. Thanks for watching or listening. Thanks for tuning in. And I hope to see you back here tomorrow. Take care, everybody. Peace.